making sales social, really it's just about connecting with people. So I'm a believer, whether it's in person or virtually using social media, I love using LinkedIn to form new relationships, strategic partnerships, or even generate sales. So I find it uh, a very uh, powerful tool. Welcome to the Making Sales Social podcast, featuring the top voices in sales, marketing, and business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, as we each bring you the best tips and strategies our guests are teaching their clients, so you can leverage them for your own virtual and social selling. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Making Sales Social Podcast. I'm really excited because I'm here today with Matt Rolnick, one of my buddies who is the VP of Strategy and Innovation for Yay Maker. He's the author of Find Your Yay. Isn't that fun? He's also probably the Udemy instructor of all time. This guy has over 100,000 student enrollments unbelievable. And he's a social selling thought leader. And what he talks about is how to leverage really meaningful events to get engagement with employees and teams. Welcome, Matt. Thanks for joining me. Bryn, thank you so much. Always a pleasure talking with you. Ah, I'm so excited. So the first question we ask all of our guests is what does making sales social mean to you? Making sales social, really, it's just about connecting with people. So I, I'm a believer, whether it's in person, which I which I love connecting with people or or virtually or social media, using social media. I love using LinkedIn to form new relationships, strategic partnerships, or even generate sales. So I find it uh, a very uh, powerful tool. But to me, social selling and, and utilizing social is about just connecting with people. I love that. You know, connection really is it. It's that human to human. So Yaymaker is really about creating these memorable events. And I'm just going to start for a moment with, you know, right now we're in this still this hybrid, right? Where we've got a lot in person, but we're doing more and more in Zoom. And I'm not sure that that's going away. So share with us a little bit about what makes a memorable event, especially online. What makes a memorable event is I think people being focused, engaged, not distracted, something that they really enjoy and connecting with others, which I talk about. Um, And then virtually, I think having somebody to really facilitate, if you have somebody who's passionate about the experience and can get everyone involved, whether they're introverted or extroverted, I think that's what helps make an event special and memorable. That's awesome. Talk about some of the things that can be done in these events. Like a a business leader says, you know what? I really need to reconnect my employees. They're not seeing each other much. And I really want a bonding moment. What are types of events? Like I know you do some game shows and things like that, but what are some types of events that they can hold that create that employee bonding? You know, that's a really good question. I think one is listening, asking your employees, like, what's important to them. So mental health is really important. So that's why I see like yoga type of events or meditation events can be important to them. Um, some feel like they're, they, maybe they're just feeling like they're doing the same thing over and over and over and the days just keep running into the weeks and the months. So, you know, we like, 
creative experiences. So whether the, you know, whether we do paint nights or making ukuleles or events that things we do. But as I said, I, I think it's really talking to your employees, what's most important to them. Some are like, hey, we live different states, different countries, you know, you can do virtual happy hours and make it, make it fun, make it, you know, tie into a theme, throw in some trivia. I mean, there's a lot of things leaders can do talking with their employees. So I think listening, asking for their own ideas, I think that's all helpful as well. Interesting. So I I, kind of like that. Now, some of the things that you talked about, even though we'd be doing them as a group is still feeling a little individual. Like I love the idea of a paint night, but I'm still primarily painting my own picture, right? But things like game shows and trivia night that you threw out, these are really fun, really collaborative types of things. Do you recommend them doing it with their employees, 30, 40 employees, or going into breakout rooms or what, you know, what works, what doesn't work? Well, let's think. I mean, in person, all sizes, things can work. And we there are things we do, there are experiences like collaborative paintings where people can work on the same project together. I would say in general, like on a Zoom, um, you know, if you have 10 to 50 people that can really work, breakout rooms on activities or experience from, I'd say, four people to eight is probably ideal. I see when we do activities and do breakout rooms, six to eight is pretty common. Um, so hopefully that answers your question there. Yeah. So six states, not too big. Sometimes I think like two to three is ideal, but you think in some of these collaborations, even six people isn't too many. Yeah. I mean, we find when people are doing problem solving together, um, you know, like again, I, I, I've seen murder mystery experiences or things, but you get a group of six to eight can be a, a pretty powerful group. And so that's a lot of fun. Now you personally run a sales team. I focus mostly, uh, we have a business to consumer side of the business and a business to business. So for the corporate events team. So I work with our corporate events team to grow the, the our clients and things like that. So yeah. So, so how do you do what you sell? What do you do to keep your salespeople engaged and happy? What are some things that keep them motivated and have memorable experiences. Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. You know what? There... Not everything needs to be paid for. It needs to be complicated or things like that. Um, I work closely with Min Brown, who's our private events manager. And we have three meetings a week. Every time she starts with a little icebreaker. And it can be, you know, the most simple thing you hear, two truths and a lie or things like that. Or or what's your, you know, favorite hobby as a kid or whatever. Little things like that. You know, it might seem silly or corny. But the reality is it does these icebreaker questions. You learn about each other. You open up more things like that. I mean, trivia is a popular experience for us, but any company can do their own trivia and little questions like that. It just, you know, it gets people a little competitive. It can be fun. It can be you you learn about each other. So I'm a big fan of, you know, if I had advice for leaders that just trying to take that step to improve that culture, little icebreakers before meetings. Um, or or little trivias can be a lot of fun. Ah, that's fun. What do you feel about creating a competitive vibe with these sales teams? 
Like, you know, I think competition is good. I think if it's healthy and, it, it, and you know, you set the parameters and things like that, but offering little prizes for the most effective teams or things like that can be fun. I, you know, competition can be good. I mean, I work with a lot of sales organizations and sales teams, so you get a little more competitive spirits, but having different departments compete with each other can be a lot of fun. So I, I'm all for that. Oh, I love that idea of me, marketing versus sales. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, how fun could that be? <laughs> oh, I have so many things going through my head. You want to talk about a memorable, that would be a lot of fun. Um, so I have two more questions for you. Sure. One of the events that are pretty popular for you guys are cooking classes. How, do you like send people a list of what to go buy and then everybody cooks together on with their iPhone open? How do you do that? Often. I mean, we can do that where we can actually ship supplies with any of our experiences, but often with cooking experiences, um, we will send, you know, send a list of things that you can buy. So it depends on, you know, budgets and everything like that. But uh, yeah, a lot of people Groups will come and say, you know, I want to do a cooking experience and we just send them the ingredients. But others, you know, we, whether it's a mixology or cooking, we can just send them exactly. Oh, what they, yeah, I, I, I picture you guys teaming up with one of those like fresh meals that get you know, delivered to your door. But anyway, I always thought that that was fun yeah. looking at the things that you do. I, the last piece, because I think this is really fun is the comedian slash celebrities uh, that really create memorable moments. And, and we had talked just briefly about some of those folks, but just share kind of what celebrities can do to increase that memorable moment and so, who you've worked with. Sure. So one person we love working with quite a bit has been Montel Jordan, who sings This Is How We Do It, had a number one song in the 90s. Seems like every age seems to know that song. Um, so we've worked with him to kick off uh, events and say, this is how we do it. Or if he does a pre-recorded shout out to a team or things like that. So that's been fun. We've worked closely with Miguel Cervantes, who's the lead of Hamilton in New York on Broadway. That's been fun. Um, we've done an event. It was a fireside uh, chat with Fran Drescher. Um, so that was uh, an experience or event that we did. So we have worked with uh, several celebrities. We also work with a lot of speakers on diversity, equity, inclusion topics or mental, oh, mental health. Topic right really now. important. So we've done like 30, 45 minute talks with some Q&A. So that's something that I would you know, recommend companies talking about diversity, equity, inclusion, and mental health as well. So I love this. You have some talks about that. Do you yeah. have any engagement strategies internally or games or things that people could do to recognize DEI strategies? You know, when it comes to engagement or strategies, I think talking about, it, I think coming from the top, not just an HR department, but the, the CEO or leaders to just at least, at least acknowledge and mention and doing some experience or conversation, I think is important. So everybody, every company, depending on the size, is very different. Um, but uh, that's what I'd share. I mean, I, I, I think I shared with you earlier once that, you know, recently Hispanic Heritage Month, they were, you know, tying in Hispanic Heritage paintings with that. Um, but so anyway, again, any company can do their own trivia and tie in 
some questions with that and that way to oh, make it that's engaging. good. So, so that's, I mean, often I've, you know, in a, all hands, I might share some fun facts on Hispanic Heritage Month. Like, did you know these things or Women's History Month? So there's just simple things to just make it more aware so you could put it on just a general Slack or, or talk. So besides an experience. Love that. Well, Matt, this was a lot of fun. Um, and it should be because that's what Yaymaker is, is just a lot of fun. Um, but tell people how they can get in touch with you. So anybody can get in touch with me. I'm very active on LinkedIn. So people can send me a message or a send a request. So it's Matthew Rolnick, R-O-L-N-I-C-K. And my email is M-R-O-L-N-I-C-K at yaymaker.com. So that's great. Well, thank you so much for sharing some of your really cool ideas for our uh, business leaders. And uh, I am sure you'll have lots of people connecting with you. Thanks again for your time. Thanks. For and, and listeners, when you are out and about, don't forget to make your sales social. Thanks for listening and join us again for more special guest instructors, bringing you marketing, sales training, and social selling strategies that will set you apart. Don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes from the Making Sales Social podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.